0: Welcome to Kingdom MBC International where you get real life teachings, real life worship and an all-around real life experience. Please welcome the founder of KEI, Apostle David Grace. We are talking about cracking the destiny code and we want to find out what you were designed to be and what God has designed your life to be. We want to, to find out who you are. So, I want us to look at 1 Samuel chapter number 9. We are, we are dealing with finding your gift. You say, Why are you dwelling in that part? Because you will not understand the rest of this process if you don't have a gift to run with. Firstly, you must discover the gift. That's the first thing. You can't do mining until you have done the exploration. True of false? Hello? So long before you see a mine operating, you should know that for years, there have been activities happening around that place. All the scientific fields, all the land experts coming together to ensure that all the necessary things are in place, that when mining starts, the environment is not destroyed the people around that environment are not affected and that there is enough minerals under that ground and they can project for how long they are going to do mining in that place they can be able to check also the qualities through this through samplings of their findings and they have to do the necessary licensing through the all the government stakeholders and they have to also align themselves with international standards, standards of mining, When it comes to finding you, you cannot turn down the offer because it will be too expensive for your life. People in the world are smarter than people in the church. People in the world, they know that every human being has a gift. And they use it while people in the church are looking for magic. Your gift is the basis for the miraculous in your life. The miracles you will ever receive in your life, they are related to the destiny God has given to you. So listen to me. Finding your gift is the most pivotal thing that you have to go through. Even if it takes you 20 years, you say, ah, so for the next 20 years I'm not going to do anything, I'll just be looking for my... No. Even people who explore for minerals, they have other businesses. But those businesses are not as important as what they want to find. While you are waiting to discover your, your gift, do every other thing. Do it the way you were taught. Do it professionally so that you can have an income to sustain you. But the day you find your gift, the game must change. We are not telling you that we should just wait by the side and say, I'm still trying to discover my gift, so I'm not working, I'm not going to. That's what, You will suffer. Hunger will teach you lesson. The clothes on your body will expire while you are waiting. I told you there are two ways to discover your gift. You can discover it immediately. And you don't need God to discover your gift. Write that down. You don't need God to discover your gift. It may be heavy for religious people. But you don't need God to discover your gift. He gave it to you, but you don't need God to discover it. How many of you understand what I'm saying? Otherwise, people who do not know God, how did they discover their gift? because your gift is already inside of you it's already part of you whether you believe in god or not you are a human being created in the image of god that's not even the argument are you hear what i'm saying you, you there's no one who can wake up and say there's no god it's just a stupid thing you understand it's like somebody waking up and say there's nothing called oxygen it's just stupid those arguments there you can't say there's no god you understand the moment you say there is no God, you are affirming there is God because you can argue with nothing. Yes, you can argue with nothing. So there is no one called an atheist. Atheists are people seeing the other side of God. Because if God was not the subject, we wouldn't pay attention to them. So there are people in Palapé, if they want people to listen to them, they have to attack me. Why? Because I'm a brand. If they are just talking about somebody from Komoka Sito who is in the kettle post, nobody will pay attention to them. But for people to listen to them, they must mention a name. That's why newspapers are making money out of people who are famous. They can't make news by putting a front page. dimu, from Kasubu Fields. Who will buy that paper? But if they write, David Grace was found drinking Amarula. Ah! That week, they have made millions. They can even go on vacation and say, this week, we are settled. How many of you understand what I'm saying? So I'm trying to help you. When God gave you that gift, he was thinking about others. Your gift is not for selfish reasons. Imagine if I keep all this. I was given the gift to train people. From the day I was born. That's what I'm designed to do. To help you. When I'm speaking, you say, Oh, ah, I didn't see it that way. Alright, let's go to our scripture now. Let's read it together. I want to go. There was a man of Benjamin whose name was Kish, the son of Abiel, the son of Zerah, the son of Baroka, the son of Aphia, a Benjamite, a mighty man of what? Power. You shall receive power. The next verse. He had a choice and handsome son whose name was Saul. Wait there. He had a choice and handsome whose name was Why does the Bible tell you that? It means handsomeness is a gift. Write that down. You may not believe it, but people who are handsome like me understand that. Just write it down. you understand it one day. Handsomeness is a gift. This is why in the Bible there are beauty contests. This is why in the Bible there are bodybuilders like Samson. Yes, you will understand wrestling from that point. Now you are trying to, how can somebody who is doing wrestling like this be saying that he is born again? It doesn't make sense. It makes sense. You think Samson was a, a sexy looking in a suit guy? No, Samson was a guy on an underwear. <laughs> he knocked people down. I mean, when you are around Samson, things got messy. Hmm? It's WrestleMania. Imagine 1,000 people dead with a jaw bone. He was a gladiator he was a man of strength so you can become a boxer it's a gift to beat people and knock them down in the name of jesus christ hallelujah <laughs> i sat down yesterday with all the facilitators they said we have never seen somebody who explained the bible like you <laughs> why are you see all these things in there? i said they are there he was handsome. And his name was Saul. And there was not a more handsome person than he among the children of Israel, which means a contest was done. Have you not seen Botswana's most handsome man? Eh? I know you are jealous because he didn't make it to the list. You say, how did they see it? People like, that, like us, we are here. How did they say bosona's most beautiful lady she said come on how did oh it's because they are staying in her bottle. no so when i was saying like yeah so he's saying the handsomeness is there there was none it means that there was eh? and they realized, ah oh. <laughs> But when he came to Saul they said This is our candidate ladies and gentlemen Behold the man The reigning king Among all the men of Israel There is no one handsome Like Saul (laughs) Let's continue From his shoulder This is to show you that there were judges They measured they checked his chest span they look at his hands they look at his walk it was not skewed he was robust they looked at his posture the bible is describing him he says he's from his shoulders upward he was taller than any of the people So, I'm telling you, there are women that the only gift you have in this life is beauty. Beauty. You see some women are not educated, but they are married by very rich men. What was their qualification? Beauty. No, I know you speak English, you speak Spanish, you speak Latino, that is your own. But someone who is beautiful, they don't know English. The husband has to hire the interpreter to tell the lady, I love you. And the woman says, the only word he knows is, me too. (laughs) The next one. That's not even what I'm doing. Let's go. Now the donkeys of Kish, Saul's father, were what? were lost. Underline that. They were lost. And Kish sent to his son, who? Son Saul, please take one of the servants with you and do what? Arise and go look for your destiny. Were the donkeys lost? No. Saul was not looking for donkeys. He was looking for his destiny. The donkeys were set up. This is how life works. God will show you dreams. Some of you you feel inside of you, you are going to be great. How many of you have felt that? You feel you're going to be great? Then God will allow situations in your life because you don't know how you are going to be great. So I want to ask you a question. How did you arrive in Palapir? Since you are not born in Palapir. It's because you are looking for something. What you are looking for. God created circumstances around your life. Whether it's a transfer, whether it's, it's being dissatisfied with Francistown or wherever you were, you say I want to be transferred somewhere else and they brought you to Palapa. You think that is a mistake. It was God who wanted you to come here so that this morning you will be in this class. So there is no place you have ever been until today which God did not ordain. You may not understand it but today it will make sense. Because we don't understand our destiny by looking forward. We understand our destiny by looking backward and connecting the the dots. Okay, that's why I'm in Palapé. If I didn't come to Palapé, I would never have met David Grace. If I didn't meet David Grace, I would never have had the edge to start a business. Okay. But if God was to tell you, I'm going to take you to Palapé, and you are going to meet a tall guy called David Grace, you say, me, Palapé? If some of you were to choose a place, it's not Palapé you go to. Two of us. It's not Palapa you go to. You will say, I want to go to where? Johannesburg. I want to go to Cape Town. God says, Palate. That's why I'm taking you. Why will a man of power, whom the Bible says is rich, why will he send his son to look for donkeys when he has servants? Have you ever thought about that? This was Divine. It means an angel took the donkeys. It was a deliberate move from God. So the person who walked out of your life, you are trying to understand too much. There are things you don't need to understand. You need to be flexible. Because if that person does not walk out of your life, the next important relationship in your life will not come. So everything you are going through right now, it's a cyclone of emotions, I know. Some of you right now, you feel rejected. Some of you right now, you feel hurt. Some of you right now, you don't know what is happening in your life. But all these things, they are allowed by God because he is guiding you to a certain place. That's how you discover your destiny. You don't discover it in the blackboard. You discover it through the experiences of life. So you are going through things right now because God wants to take you to a certain place. So if you can become flexible and trust him, I don't know what is happening in my life, but I trust you. Go look for the donkeys. Next verse. Oh. So he passed through the mountains of what? Ephraim. And through the land of what? Shalisha. But they did not find them. Then they passed through the land of what? Shalim. And they were not there. Then he passed through the land of what? Benjamite. But they did not find them. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't have time to explain to you. How do you look for donkeys from here to Maun? No, I grew up in a family where the only car we had was a donkey cart. Our donkeys have never got so lost. We had to look for them in Gaboron. When the Bible is telling you that he left the land of Benjamin, it means he left central. Looking for donkeys. Are there donkeys that can survive living here tomorrow? That's what happens when we search for the wrong thing. We won't find it. That's why the search for wrong things is futile. You will go from here to Mount looking for a better job. You won't find it in Mount because a better job is not in Mount. A better job is inside you. You will understand that tomorrow. Your happiness is not somewhere. Your happiness is inside of you. Your fulfillment is inside of you. Everything you will ever need in this life is inside of you. Let's go to the next verse. Time is pressing me. Let's read it. Want to go when they had come to the land of Zab, Saul said to his servant who was with him, come, let us now return. Lest my father ceases caring about the donkeys and become what? Tell a neighbor because I just came from Nigeria, I feel it inside of me. Say, this is serious. Oh. It means, when we look for donkeys in our time, what do we do? We go look for the donkeys for some time. If they are not there, we go back home. But soul has left home for days. It was now marching into weeks. Looking for donkeys. I mean, oi, oi, oi. For weeks. The son of a rich man. <laughs> this is abnormal. Tell me but this is abnormal. This is what happens when we look for outside things instead of inside things the search for material wealth the search for popularity the search for success is futile if you cannot find first what is inside your gift must attract your wealth your gift must attract your best friends. Your gift must attract where you are supposed to live. Your gift must attract your husband. Your gift must at- attract your wife. Your gift must attract the children you are going to have. Your gift must attract everything about your life. But if you look for these things without finding your gift you are going to move from Palape to Francistown to Mahung to Hanzi to Hukunzi to Mamilodi. You will go all over the world. But you are going to have the same feeling in side, unsatisfied and fulfilled. I remember a man who was seated by the roadside begging for money. For years, I think they said 20 years, it's a true story. He sat down there, begging for money, arms for the poor, arms for the poor. One day a tourist came and he said, sir, how are you? I'm fine. You're looking for money? Yeah. He said, but you are sitting uh, on top of a very beautiful, uh, it was a trunk. He said, have you ever opened it and checked what is inside? This is just a tourist, casual conversation. Or is it your stuff, like guitars, like stuff like that? He said, no, I just found it here and I sat on it, I never opened it. He said, man, why don't you open it and check what is inside? He said, no, it's just my stool, man. I'm suffering here, give a brother something to eat. He said, come on, let's open this stuff. He opened inside and found that they've been gold for 20 years. many of you, you are looking for what is inside of you in other people. Nobody around you is responsible for your happiness or your fulfillment. Your fulfillment is wired to your gift. Until you find your gift, Aluta Continua, the struggle continues. They can pay you 60000 I have met people <laughs> who makes millions and in conversation with them, they will tell me, I make a lot of money, I have great connections, but there's still something missing. And I tell them what is missing, I have. Because there are two types of gift every human being must have. The first one is your natural gift that God gave to you. The second one is the gift of Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you don't have these two gifts in your life, if you don't discover these two gifts, that Jesus was a gift for you, if you don't discover that apart from Jesus, God has given you abilities for you to walk in this life you are going to live an unfulfilled life look at the next verse now jump some verses read it how do people how does people look for donkeys until they reach other cities It was not a search for donkeys. It was a search for soul. Let's go to verse number 15. Read it. Read it. Mm Mm-hmm. The day you were born, God was answering someone's cry. Write that down. The day you were born, God was answering someone's cry. Which means you are not just a useless person going through life. You are not a failure because you failed a paper. You were designed for success because it's already inside of you. What if every one of us in this place will begin to believe that we are gifted? Lift up your right hand and say, I am gifted. Whether you don't feel it like, whether you feel it or you don't feel it, it's not a matter of feeling. Lift up your right hand again and say, "I I am gifted. Yes, you are. You are gifted. You are gifted. The issue is not whether man is gifted. The issue is whether man believes it. Because those who believe it have changed the world. You're telling me I'm telling you something that is not true? How many of you know R. Kelly? Does he own a university? Come on, talk to me. What does he do? Huh? What about Casper? Huh? What does he do? He sings. How does somebody open his mouth and become a millionaire? Because inside his mouth is the mansions he's sleeping in now. Your gift once is discovered, you will learn the rules of the gift. Every gift is discovered raw. Even a diamond is raw. But when a diamond becomes a necklace, that's when it becomes expensive. When a cook becomes a chef, that's when he becomes expensive. One of the speakers yesterday asked me, what do you do? I said, I use my mouth. He said, what do you use your mouth to do? I said, don't worry, when I get inside, you will see. So when my time came and I opened my mouth, when I sat down, he said to me, why did they put you in front of me? I used my mouth. Before, I used to speak nonsense. The gift to speak was there, but I didn't have the content. Over the years now, I have put the content inside of me. So when I speak, I am conscious. I am not a speaker because I speak. I am a speaker because I was trained in John Maxwell University how to speak. Until you find your gift, no matter how educated you are, a Luther continues. There are preachers and there are speakers. There is a difference. John the Baptist was not a preacher. He was not a speaker. He was supposed to baptize people. But when he began to speak, they cut off his head because he was not in his lane. But when Jesus came, he spoke. They said, "Where does this man get these words?" There's a difference. Find your gift. Then you have found your destiny. Don't wait for 25 years. Because when I say 25 years from now, it will look like a mockery. You said I heard him saying it 25 years ago. I didn't do anything about it. Find your gift. The DNA of an orange is inside an orange seed. The DNA of your greatness is inside of you already. Find your gift. Therefore, pay attention. Why am I looking for donkeys? Why am I looking for these things? Why am I here? Why am I here? Why am I here? Why am I here? Lord, why am I here? Help me. Why am I here? Why am I here? Why am I here? I met a man who put tiles. He put tiles in one of the houses somewhere where we were doing a project. He put the tiles in that house. And when he finished, I looked at everything. Firstly, he asked me a question. He said, how do you want... Me to put your tiles. So I told him, I want you to put them like this. When I finished, he said to the person who brought him, he said, this man's head is correct. I have never seen somebody telling me to do tiles like this in my life. I said, I want you to do these tiles like this. He did them. When he finished, he said, for 20 years, I've been doing this. I am a tiler, not a plumber. I am a tiler, not an electrician. I am a tiler. He said, for 20 years, I tiled. I built houses. For 20 years, I tiled. I built my own houses with tiling. I took my children to university with tiling, not tiling and electricity. God is a specialist. If he wanted an orange tree to produce mangoes and pears at the same time, he would have done it like that. If he wanted your eye to do digestion, he would have done it like that. Every organ in your body is a specialist. Find your gift the place where you are designed to be. You can't be an intestine and an eye at the same time. You can't be a head and a feet at the same time. Find your gift. When Paul spoke, he spoke to the king. When Peter spoke, he spoke to the followers. So do I want a ministry of followers or leaders? They said, Paul, we we give you the freedom to work out. He said, I must speak before Caesar. I was born to speak to those who make policies. I said, I choose Paul's ministry. Sir, If I choose Peter, let's remove everything Paul wrote in the Bible. You will be left with 1 Peter and 2 Peter. That will be the rest of the New Testament. How does a man who never stood before multitudes but was in prison writing books, today there is no one preaching today without using Paul's letters. You have an appointment with kings of nations, you have an appointment with customers, you have an appointment with people in cities of the world you have never imagined. But the roadmap to that glory is hidden inside of you, the roadmap to that success is already inside of you, the roadmap to the people that will salute you is already in your gift. You are gifted, you are gifted, you are gifted. We believe that this message has transformed your life and if you want more information, please call us on plus two six seven seven one two three six six nine two, or visit us at our headquarters in Palape, extension 4, industrial plot 355. We'll be pleased to serve you. We celebrate you.